three. All right, all right. Welcome back. We got another episode of Inspired by True Event Sports Podcast. Here we got Phil. Yo. Um, today we're uh pretty much we're short staffed. Um, Kenny had uh, something come up, uh, but shout out to Kenny, man. We're going to miss you on this episode. We got a lot of good stuff to pack in um, for this episode. I'm really excited. Um, so we'll start off. Phil, how you been? How's your week going? Good, you know, just busy and everything. Definitely, definitely. All right. So we got a lot of good topics today. Um, and it's, the NFL is booming right now. We got, M, the, got the NBA going. Um, but most importantly, we we're, to, we're focused on NFL right now. Um, how you feel about the potential shutdowns of the league coming? Um, because the pretty much COVID is spreading between the teams and all that stuff. How you feeling about that? Honestly, I was probably I was probably scared of it as soon as like the league the league um, season started because you had we had all the false positives and stuff like that. That was kind of like a you know like a preview of what to come because so far the NBA is the only league that's had no problems with COVID you know they didn't have any positives or anything and the NFL seems to be struggling with the Titans and messing it up for everyone and it's just been a, a trickle effect yeah I think it's uh I think it comes down to that that controlled environment the NBA is in so it's it's like I think one I think Kendrick didn't Kendrick Nunn or was it Kendrick Dunn none yeah I, yeah I think he had it I think he either had it or like had People thought he had it because he was. Oh, sore. okay, yeah, because he was out. He was out in the playoffs for a while, but yeah, yeah. I think for me, like looking at how everything's going as far as the league, it's just people are like, I would be really cautious because the money's not guaranteed. So I'll be doing everything in my power to like to make sure not to mess up my money, and because if the games are forfeited, that means that the owners don't have to pay them. So right. like. I'm telling my teammates, don't go, like, just chill out. Let's get through the season, and then you can go party, do whatever you want. But No Magic City, just stay in the room. The Magic City. I think about it. Yeah, I heard wings. Terrible, by the way. So, I don't know what? why. They're, the wings? That's why That's why he went there, allegedly. That's why Lua went there for the wings. <laughs> he from down there, so, like, he probably they, – they, that's the that's the culture down there. They, they love the lemon pepper wings. Okay. I yeah. never – me personally, I never had – I never had the wings like that before, so, no. Yeah, if the, if the NBA can do that in Florida, which is one of the, the craziest hotspots yeah. in Orlando, then I don't see how I took, that, a, I took a trip down at the beginning – well, closer to, closer to the beginning of COVID uh, to Miami – so it's, it's it's a good time in Florida. Florida is a good place to be, man. Right. Um, speaking of shutdowns, man, we're going to go right into it. Got to be the worst division in football. It's been the one of the worst divisions in football for years. And it's time to get them off TV. It's time for the, them to just not be the focal point of this league because they're always on TV. I'm so tired of the Giants. I'm so tired of the Eagles. Just poor play week in and week out. The Cowboys are overrated. How are you America's team and you don't win anything? It's just yeah. beyond me. Then you got the Redskins. My the, fault. America's My football. fault. The My football fault. Team. The football team. I apologize. Quick edit. Quick edit. <laughs> now we're going to leave that in there. But um, yeah. we got Washington, Philadelphia, Dallas, and New York. 
is it just football team? Is not, or is it? Is, what's the official title? It's the, the Washington. Football? Yeah, the Washington. The is the Washington football team, and they're first or second. The team, the team that doesn't even have a team name is first or second. Yeah, no, that's it's crazy. But how you, how do you feel about the landscape of that and how we've been um, bamboozled, led astray, and hoodwinked for years that that division is good? Because Honestly, they uh, because they all struggle to go to get to nine wins or eight wins, and there's yep. no way there's no Better way seven or eight and eight. like there's no way you could say they're competitive or they're good. It's a good division because they're just terrible right now. Right, but yeah, you. I mean, pretty much if all the games can get blacked out, be, it'd be perfect. Like you see NBA TV, if someone's <laughs> in a region, the game's blacked out. If we can do that for like all the East games, like if they're playing in the division. Yeah, but if they're playing like someone outside of the division, then you know it might be fun to watch just to laugh at them to see how they do. Yeah. To be honest, but like yeah, like you're you're right on that part. Like when they're playing against each other, it gets entertaining because it matters so much more. But when when we got the 49ers against the Giants, and they're, the game I was watching was the last week or the week before Giants played the 49ers, it was six to six. Yeah, I went to go. I wanted to go to. I went to Popeyes or something. I came back. It was thirty six to nine. Right. We watched it just basically just for fancy purposes. That's it. And it's like, why is this on TV? Right. When they're this, when they're this bad. But I think it's. I think that division um, is really, is really, really sad to watch week in and week out. Um, it's just when you go, we can start. We can start with the Washington football team. They they have they have a good base but they just can't find it on offense. The defense is good. They just can't find it on offense. Yeah. And I think I, I saw something where Dwayne Haskins had the best game of his career and he got brought down to third in the depth chart. Yeah. And this is, but I feel like he was, he was already playing up sure. all uphill battle anyway, because yeah. Ron Rivera, he's got to try and keep his job because he probably knows that, he could be gone at any minute, but I don't think he'll be gone because he's one in the league. So I think he's good for them because he's a defensive minded coach anyway. He's battling cancer too, I believe. So yeah, yeah, he is. So um going to going from them, uh, that's what I think about them. I like them to eventually, if they get offensive weapons, to be dangerous. They need an offensive line. I think they could, if they honestly get pieces on offense and get linemen, but particularly the tackles all you need is tackles you can see the people coming from the guards in the center you can't really see the people coming off the edge because you gotta keep your eyes on field but yeah to be honest i i don't know if any linemen would would like sound with them after how they treated their oh yeah trent that yeah trent williams i I don't i don't know how you even let him go he's such a monster and he's been a monster forever in this league um but going from there you got um we'll talk about the new york giants What's your, what's your take on the Giants right now in the in the NFC least? I mean, no Barkley. Just they're terrible on both sides of the ball. It's not, they're not even good on – I mean, they were, like, all right on offense because they had Barkley to run through. But yeah. Daniel Jones is just proven to be almost another Eli Manning, to be honest. Yeah, that's very true. Eli Manning, they can run. Um, for me, I, I was watching – they played good football week last week. I watched that Rams game. It was 6-6 six to six for most of the game. Yep. Um, they played good football. They were they were playing. It's not. It looked like they were playing for Golden Tate because it looked like he did some speech that he wanted to beat up Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> and they went out there and played 
played lights out for him, but obviously yeah. it didn't work out because late game the Rams pulled away. Ramsey waited for him in the locker room too. I think there's a, a report. Yeah, he, he got fined too. He got fined sixteen thousand, Jalen Ramsey. So and Tate Tate thing, nothing happened to him, I guess. So he gets to walk away. He won the he lost the he lost the game, but he won the fight. So um I think I think that with the Giants, it's really tough to like really understand what they're doing because they don't look they don't know what they want to do on offense. Like, do you want to run? Do you want to pass? Like you I feel like Michael Strahan's Michael Strahan said said something at halftime of the, the 49ers game. He was like, all they need to do is find one thing and run that into the ground until you're forced to do something else. Find one good one thing you're good at and then work at that. But I think I think with the, the Giants, they're gonna be bad for a while until they get an old Dell type of quality star player to help out uh Saquon. Right. Because Saquon and he and him him going down now he got that devastating knee injury. That shit's tough to watch. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be definitely one of the best backs that we see for probably the next ten years. Hopefully the ten years. Right. We'll see what happens. And um, uh quick side note. Yep. Um, what do you think about the turf? Because we heard a lot of players compl- complaining about it so far. I think the 49ers complained about it. Some people got injured on it already. Like a bunch of players got injured on that turf. Yeah, they've been saying that for a couple of years since they moved there. Yeah. Um, they've been saying that. I don't know what, I don't know if the maintenance is different, Um, but the players obviously don't like it. The league definitely needs to do something, force them to to do something i don't know what what kind of obviously they roll it on there or they probably could take it up i wonder what kind of stuff they're using are they trying is it actual turf or is it like the grass rollover whereas it's it's pretty much real grass but they roll it on and it's probably just terrible probably look that up later on because i yeah i I gotta look into that a little bit more but i definitely saw moster he definitely said um he wasn't playing kittle said he wasn't playing Garoppolo said I was he was like I'm not playing on that field so yeah um it, that's real interesting I never we never really seen uh players say I'm not playing like because oh y'all feel your field is terrible I'm not playing on that field so going from there what do you think about the Eagles um mostly we're gonna go right to the Eagles in the NFC least because it's the worst division I'm gonna go first because I know you have a whole speech ready so no, I don't have I don't have a whole speech ready. I think it's I think it's just really the fans just make it really tough to like them. Um and I'm a fan, I'm a fan and a student of the game, like especially when I played and stuff. And I'm really like I, I'm a Saints fan, but I love watching other players that are good. No matter if they're going against me or whatever it is. Like I told I said to Kenny, like Calvin, uh Calvin Ridley is one of my favorite players to watch. He's a he's a Falcons uh wide receiver. And I don't really care about that, but I love watching like certain Eagles players. I like watching Carson Wentz. I like Carson Wentz, but the fans don't like him. They want Jalen Hurts to take over the job. But how you feel about that? I used to watch Love and Deshaun Jackson play. Yeah, what'd you say? I used to watch Love and Deshaun Jackson play because he was so fast. Yeah, that that team was that team was one of the best teams we've probably seen like right. growing up and watching football, like for offense and defense. They were stacked. Jeremy Macklin. You had Shady in the, in his height of his game, D Jack. You had who was the quarterback at that point? Was it, it was either Vic or or McNabb was gone at that point? Was Dude, it? I'm pretty sure it was Vic then. Yeah. So like they had they had and so that, many pieces. The Vic and Jack, D Jack's combo. So many pieces. Um, 
So, so, what, so what do you think about the whole quarterback situation in the media? Media is going to basically bully the Eagles until they make the change. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And Carson Wentz kind of pushed them off a little bit by winning that game, that huge game against the 49ers last yeah. week. So what do you think about, like, the fans pretty much calling for his head and wanting Jalen Hurts in there? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you mentioned this before, but some of the – most of the fans are, like, haven't been in their shoes or, like, haven't played competitively knowing mm-hmm. they're just do they just want a win, so they're willing to do whatever changes they want or they believe should happen to, to get it. And as uh, for Carson, I think they should keep him. Let him be started because their O line is is completely decimated. They have so many wide receiver injuries. Carson Father, father time, Father time is coming. Right. Most of the line they just have one of the best O lines in the league. Mm-hmm. Now it's completely almost gone. I think Peters is old. I think they got an injury to someone else, but it's just been a lot of. They've been having the same problems for the last two or three years, just injuries and then them playing catch up near the end of the year before it's too late. Yeah, that's and I I feel like I like why I like what like I said, I'm a I'm a fan of the game. I love the, watching good players and like even the teams. It don't matter. Like you could be playing against the, like the Saints. Like if somebody make a good play or they're a good player, I'm gonna say it. I'm not gonna be a hater, but the Eagles fans, y'all make it so difficult, <laughs> so difficult to like them, man. It's it's really it, it's unfortunate. Because y'all speak just straight from emotion and no logic whatsoever. If they make, if they put Jalen Hurts starting quarterback, Trey Carson Wentz, don't hold him hostage. Because that's what I feel like. I feel like it's coming by if he loses two more games, they ha- he has to virtually go undefeated for the rest of the season to like, save his job. Plus something that doesn't help him out in, in that situation for once is he's really injury prone. So they're probably going to mm-hmm. say like, oh, well, he's probably injured again, so we'll save him the trouble and just start hurts over him, anyways. Yeah. But going there, um, going from there, we're gonna go to. The, it's gotta be the most overrated team in football, and it's they've been overrated for the dumbass star on their helmets and the media That's backing crazy. them. They have they have everything going for them. They have all types of media outlets that push that this is America's team. And they're it's so false. The Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. How do you feel about the Cowboys and how their season's going? Even though, even though on paper, they have a great offensive roster. Right. Dangerous, dangerous offensive roster. Right. So how how do you feel about uh, how Dak is playing right now and he's leading them? Honestly, Dak is playing out of his mind because – I mean, the defense is trash right now because Bar- without Byron Jones, apparently their deep their corners are all Basura. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Jordan Lewis, he's getting he's getting dropped off like he's a little kid going to daycare every game. Yeah. And I, I like watching him because he played um he plays when he when the Cowboys play the Saints, he plays against Kamara and basically takes him out the game because he's a he's basically a safety corner hybrid. Um, so I like watching him. Um, and then it's just like you get rid of Byron Jones, and then what else are you left with? Who I don't even know who the safeties are for them. Xavier is it Xavier Woods or is it corner? I think I think Xavier Woods and that that name rings a rings a bell. But um, going from there, since you bring up the defense, I people have told me I disagree with it. 
they say that those two linebackers, when healthy, are the best two linebackers in the league. Vander Esch and and uh, what uh, Smith? Yeah. Do you believe that? Mm, I wouldn't say maybe top five. That's what that's what Cowboys fans tell me when when they're at their height. They make their little. They're on TV. They make their. They have their eight tackle games, and then they're crowned the best in the league. And I just, I don't think it's true. The people, some people are saying Van Der Esch is the best in the league last year, and I just some cowboy, some Cowboys fans say the craziest things. I tell you, I sit back. I wish I record them sometimes because it's just like, it's like Bobby Wagner. Is he not in the league? Is Fred Warner not in the league? Fred Warner is better than both of them, right? There's so many linebackers that are over them, but it's like, bro. I mean, it's basically the same thing every year, to be honest. Just they have such high expectations. Just the roster, they have so much talent. And they yeah. being eight and eight. And last year's reason was, oh, Jason Garrett doesn't know how to coach, yada, yada, yada. You take Jason Garrett <laughs> out of the situation. And then you go get Mike McCarthy. Right. It's, it's the same. It looks like it looks even worse than when Jason Garrett coached, to be honest. Because Dak's looking amazing right now, but. The defense lets up so many points. You want to know why I disagree with that? How so? Okay, so he got blown out. They got blown out twice. So yeah. he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to chuck the ball and get five hundred yards for them to come back. So that those stats gotta be careful. He got he has the he has the games where he's throwing for over four fifty or whatever it is. It's because he's getting blown out because the defense can't get anybody off the field. Or oh, they're not they're not even scoring at that. They're early in the game, they're not scoring, then they get behind, so all they can do is pass. So I feel like there's probably sample sizes where he he's making good plays, good throws, but that 500 yards is not like the Cowboys game. Or not the Cow- I said the Cowboys, Cowboys and Browns. Yeah. He played they were getting it's 41 to 14 going into like the fourth or something like that. So if he don't throw for 500 they getting blown out by 30 plus just because. So like I don't know. I, th- I feel like he's he's trying to he's trying to make sure he gets his money when it comes. Right. I think he I think he should walk away. But I don't know where he would go. New England. That's another thing. Oh man. <laughs> no, he said New England. I mean, I've, that I would, would be I dangerous. Want, I want him to be the first option, obviously, but That'd if him decides to go elsewhere, you know, Dak, we got you. <laughs> All right, go to America's team to America's team. America's team. <laughs> America. To be honest, America's team is probably the Patriots. I feel like, like that's what I'm trying, because, that's what I'm and it's not even it's not even because it's not even because of the them winning. Like not even because they're like the Patriots. They like it's like the whole Patriots thing, U.S. Patriots. Right. Like. But I feel like the way. Bill Belichick runs his the system. They've been so consistent. They should easily be America's team, like for how the how their organization is run, because everybody's trying to mimic what they're doing. Right. The Lions, the Dolphins. Yeah. Everybody. everybody. They're all trying to do that. Um, but going from there, um, what what do you say about what do you say about the two the two best divisions in the league um at this point, regardless of conference? Got it. Um, um regardless. First one, I'll probably say the. Still, I know it's been a bumpy ride for two of the teams, but 
probably the NFC West, you know, the division with the Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals, mm-hmm. and Rams. Yep. But, I mean, that was my pick to be the best division of all football this year. Mm-hmm. But the Cardinals obviously is off to a shaky start. They've they've lost games they should have won. But, you know, it's, their, it's the chemistry, D-Hop's first season. I feel like they're going to get it together near midseason. Okay. The Rams, the Rams are playing decent, actually. I've seen mm-hmm. play decent defense. And for the and then we already know about the Niners, their injury, their injuries are stacking up. I think they lost Bosa for this season. Who else did they lose for the season? I think they lost like one or two more people. Um I can't even tell you right now. I know Grapple's coming back next this week. It's been Most, it's been crazy over there. Most are getting help healthy. Mm-hmm. Debo is back, Kittle's back. So I mean, they'll probably go back to like being like one of the top teams in the NFL, but they just yeah. gotta get first. It's basically going to be Seattle versus um, San Francisco the entire time, to be honest. Listen, that division is so loaded, bro. It, it, like, this, that's my thing, right? You say the NFC West, right? Because you you watch sports. And if we go to talk, we put a we put a, we put put a a poll out on Facebook. If we put poll, a poll on Facebook after this, people would not even say the NFC West. Because you know why? Because they don't watch football and all they do is watch their own teams. If anybody says the NFC West is not the top two or three division in football, like, I don't know what else to tell you because from top to bottom, the Cardinals are here. Right. They just lost, they lost to the Lions because uh, the little, the little bad toddler, um, it kept turning the ball over, but. Right. I feel like I feel like as far as I'm agree with you, um, that's gonna be one. Of, that was gonna probably be my second one, um, but I'll I'll agree with you because you got you already had said it. Um, right. The Rams, you got the Rams. They're so talented. Um, even though I'm not a really a huge fan of them, um, I love their players. Like Aaron Donald, he might be one of the most dominant players in the league. Like he shifts the moment. He shifts the momentum. Like his presence is seismic on the field. So. Um, actually, shout out to Neil Fatada. He wanted to get up on here to talk his his gibberish. We give him a shout out. He's a Rams fan. Um, and then going for going to the Cardinals. Um, I think they're really good. You got Larry Fitz. Um, you got a a vet that is consistent. He knows what he's doing. Then you add D Hop to help the bad toddler out. Kirk. And then you have and then you have Chase Edmonds and uh, and Drake. Um, We're gonna get together though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Both both good backs. And I feel like they're still adjusting to having having D Hop. Right. Cause he demands he's not he's, he probably doesn't demand the ball, but you're gonna want to get him the ball because he's one of the best players on the field when both teams step on it, offense or defense. So like um, and then going from there, you got the 49ers. 49ers are so talented. Like I said, they're probably one of the best, uh one of the best young defenses in the league. Um, they went in, got rid of DeForest Buckner, and that helped. That helped out the NFC technically because he was destroying everybody. They still got uh, Arik Armstead, Fred Warner. Fred Warner's probably top five linebackers nope. in the league to Brandon me. Brandon Ayuk, right? Brandon Ayuk. We got to yeah, watch him. Right. I had to when he did that that leap. I turned on his tape immediately, and I had to put some respect on his name because that that was an impressive play. That was a crazy play last week he had. Um, and then going from there, you got – obviously, you got, I said, the 49ers, Rams, Cardinals. And then who's the last one? That's Seattle. And then – come on, man. 
Seattle. This year. Seattle. Him and Mahomes. To me, yeah, man, they're the. That's the team. I feel like that's the team to beat in the NFC. Um, as much as I want to be biased and put my boys up there, they got me a little frustrated right now, sitting at two and two. So I can't uh, talk my shit quite yet. Um, right. See me, see me in week eight, week nine, week ten when they got it together. Um, but around one of the playoffs, you know. Uh, what'd you say? Or the or your guys around one of the playoffs? Yeah. You know? Oh man, don't do the round. Don't do that. Don't throw that that little jab right there. <laughs> but I think um, I think Seattle is really good. Um, Pete Carroll is just he went out there and he he's obviously since he's gotten the league, he's created a culture for that team and they kind of kept their identity. Um, through the Legion of Boom, they kind of not they're not exactly the same guys anymore. Um, but they're still talented. They got good young DBs. You got the best linebacker in football for the last three years. Without a debate, he runs sideline to sideline. And he's only he's a, he's like what is he like five eleven or something like that? He's really small. Yeah. yeah, he's really small. He really he dominates the game like from first defensive snap to the end of the game. So. They got so many good pieces, and you obviously got Russell Wilson. Um, he's playing out of – he's probably playing the best football in the league right now um, across all positions, I feel like. Yeah. And Metcalf obviously – What'd you say? D- DK Metcalf really stepping up this year too. Yeah, and DK, man. It's like – it's like why – we have so many examples of why teams shouldn't listen to the media and they still continue to listen to the media. Anybody could have got DK Metcalf but he dropped because they said he couldn't play receiver in the league or he's too stiff. And he's really, he's really destroying corners. Like he, he made Gilmore look really bad. Yeah. He went off on like former defensive player of the year had him reaching for, for the angels above did not catch the ball, but I think he's really, he's really good. And you got Tyler Lockett. We cannot forget about him. He's such a monster. Um, I think he's really needs more respect in the league. Um, I feel like he has it, but I yeah. feel like as far as more respect in the league, I'm talking about uh, viewers. People don't people don't pay attention to him until they see him that he's got 40 points against their uh, their fantasy team. Right. He he really goes nuts. Um, but uh, my other my other division. Um, that I think is really good or one of the best in the league. I'm going to probably have to say um, I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go with well, my division. I'm going to have to go with my division. I think NFC South um, is really good. I feel like because when we talk about the best division, we're talking about from top to bottom. Yeah. From top to bottom, teams that could compete, and they have some type of element to where they can win in a game – from that element that they got. You obviously got the Bucks. Bucks are coming on strong. Um we saw we saw Mr. Perfect choke. Um forget what down it was. He might be having dementia. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, he's a sore loser too because Nick Foles was looking for him to shake his hand. Um and he didn't want to do that. Anybody else would do that, all hell would break loose. But that's besides the point. I think the Bucks are really good. You got OJ Howard, Cameron Bray. Uh, Gronk, you have so many pieces. Yeah, but guess what? I think OJ Howard's out for the season. By the oh way. yeah, and he's out. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm saying, but he's out now. Um, <laughs> there's only one football though. There's only one football. You cannot throw six footballs at once. So that means right. 
that somebody's not going to be happy that they're not getting the ball. Um, it's kind of working out right now because you got people that would be primary targets are out. Chris Godwin will be taking a lot of Mike Evans uh, targets because he's much, he's a different receiver. I feel like Mike Evans isn't what um, Brady is used to. I feel like a Godwin is a little bit more because he can run more better intermediate routes and he's quicker and obviously everything else. So I feel like he's going to thrive a little bit more. That's why Scotty Miller's showing up too. Um, going from there, I think we got to pay attention to the Panthers too. Panthers are really, really, really scary right now because they're winning without McSee. I don't think anybody paying attention. Teddy Bridgewater. On fire. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So they're, he's going down the field. I'm watching the games because I, I just like to keep track of what's going on at NFC South. Um, but he's playing really good football right now. Their defense is pretty good. Um, they're about they're about one more piece. You got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, DJ Moore Curtis Samuel. You have a lot of pieces to work with on that offense. Um, and then you got Mike Davis. He he's holding it down right now for McSee. And that could be good that he developed now. So McSee's plate isn't so full, but his play is going to be full regardless. He needs to have 2,000 all-purpose to give them a chance to even compete in the season. Um, going from there, and then we got what well, we got the – said the Bucks, at Panthers. You got the Falcons too. Um, Falcons are really good just at offense. Their defense is really poor. Um, but that's what has been the narrative for them forever um, since the beginning of time is their offense. It's never really been their defensive players. Um, so I think – um, with Calvin Ridley, you got uh, Calvin Ridley, you got Matt Ryan, Julio, um, you got Todd Gurley. Um, I'm hoping Todd Gurley really appears in the league. Um, yeah, they seem to box better, to be honest. Yeah, I want him to come. I want him to come back and like and really, really be what he was. They're gonna keep saying the injury, injury thing, but he's still out there. He's still making his money. He get, I feel like he can still play at a high level. So um, with them, I feel like they got a chance. Um, I don't want them to have a chance because that means that that lessens the Saints' chances. But I like watching their offense, them play. Um, and then going from there, my team, um, as far as the Saints, they just need to stay healthy. Um, I think they're definitely one of the most talented rosters in the league um, from top to bottom. I think a lot of people don't really pay attention to their defense. But if you really watch them, they're they're a very good defense, but they just too many penalties. They kind of shoot themselves in the foot as far as that. Um, and I think that I think offense too going to offense. The offense is going to be the offense for the Saints. Yeah, Kamara's um, been carrying the offense. Yeah. And and that's and that's my thing. People get crazy or they don't like when I say things like Alvin Kamara is the best running back in the league, and then he's leading the league in all touchdowns. And then they're like, ah. Uh, He's not the best running back in the league. Well, he kind of is. And he kind of has been just destroying on just without res- with no respect, to be honest. They respect him, but at the same time, they don't give it, they don't put him up there because he's not going in between the tackles every play. He's doing screens and all this other type of shit. So um I think as when Mike Thomas comes back, I think they're gonna be very difficult to beat. Um, and I do want to leading to that. I do want to say something about Drew Brees' arm. You saw the video I shared to you. Um, it was Talib 
and it's Sanders talking. Yeah. Wait, before you say that, before you start, I had no clue Sleep sounded like that. Oh, you did it? I had no clue. He oh, sounded, yeah. I was like, is that really how, how <laughs> Wait, the, the way he is, because he's all like, he's all bully on the field and everything. He's, he, his voice sounded, I did not expect his voice to sound like that. <laughs> he was yeah. on your team. You ain't hear what he said. You were, well, then again, uh, uh, what's the name? Bill Belichick got a, he has a, a, a gag order on everybody in the organization. They can't talk. Right. I thought it was like, <laughs> like audio or something. Like this, there's no way this is his voice. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah. And another thing is I, like I said, I shared that video to you because I want, it's been what I've been saying the entire time to everybody. Drew Brees has never been the person to launch the ball 65 yards down the field. That was my argument. His arm may not be the same, but he has never been Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady to throw to Randy Moss. Dead drop at 70, 60 yards is just not what he does. And, like, I feel like that's just, like, a a way to try to push him out a little bit quicker or get him off his game. Um, but I don't think he's listening or whatever. But um, I think a lot of people with Drew Brees' arm is they don't, they don't really watch the offense. And, like, I'm cool with him being that quarterback for this year and then that's it so that's my spill on the two divisions i think the west and south um in the nfc i think there's other divisions that are coming along but two other teams or another team needs to emerge before you consider their like divisions to be dominant so so that's my that's my my spill second one probably after looking through it before we started i'm probably have to go to afc north because steelers Ravens, those are your you're right. Like, two out of two of the top ten teams in the, in the NFL. Steelers defense. Mm-hmm. We already know what where they're at. One mm-hmm. of the best in the league so far. TJ Watt, all those all those guys. Ooh, I don't get, man, you make me want to switch mine. I'm see that's see TJ, the only reason I would I would have said them, but then you have you got the Bucks here now, and they got Tom Brady. So I'm gonna. Because right. that, that brings a team in, and then the Panthers are playing good football right now. So that's why I will put that in. And then the Falcons are just – Falcons would be up there 2-1 and one or whatever it is, 3-1, and one, if they could hold a lead. So yeah. this is like – but that, that is a very good point. The AFC North is very dangerous. Yeah, yeah the, very dangerous. The Steelers, they were, they were already a top-10 defense last year mm-hmm. without Big Ben, and now they actually have, like, a decent or reliable quarterback because they had to rely on Jack Hodges and – uh, Mason Rudolph last year, so yeah. their offense was nothing, and Connor was hurt most of the year, but now James Connor is doing all right. J- Big Ben's making plays. They can easily be. They could. They might be able to win the division if the Ravens don't play their cards right. And then the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, that high-powered offense, mm-hmm. defense got a little, got better with Clyde Campbell. It's just they just gotta put it together because they Chuck, Chuck Clark. Chuck Clark is going to be one of the best safeties in the league. So uh, watch for him. He's a young talent. There, there, There's definitely a reason why Earl Thomas, I think the, the story was, I don't know what it, I kind of read this a, l- a little bit online, that he was a bit jealous because he was taking the snaps. Yeah. Um, but I could be wrong on that. I kind of saw something like that on Twitter. Um, but Chuck Clark, I like the way he plays. So. Right. And then um... – Lamar, Lamar has been kind of on the load this year, but you know, mm-hmm. they they play for the playoffs, and I'm pretty sure once the you near know, the playoff time comes, they'll 
be ready to go at it. They just got to make sure they don't sleep like last year. Yeah, definitely. They got wrecked by Derrick Henry. Um, um, Cleveland might be a controversial one, but I mean, they, they're what are, you, what are we going to say? They're three and one. Right. The, the Steelers and one. are three and one. The Ravens are three and one. Mm-hmm. And the Browns are three and one. Wait, the Steelers are, they lost? They lost to someone. I know no, that. they didn't. Are you sure? Nah, they beat the Texans. They were losing to the Texans and then they 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 came back. I think they lost to some. Oh, no, the three and oh, right. They'll have three ones. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. The three and oh, because of the, the game, the, the Titans yeah. game. Yeah. I'm going to say um, every three out of four teams in that division are, have three wins already. Yeah. 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 Um, Nick Chubb, well, back then before he was injured, but Nick Chubb was having a great season. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, that must, that's probably one of the top five dangerous running back duos in the league. Mm-hmm. You put them in the game. Uh, so definitely, yeah, OB, definitely. Yeah, OBJ is starting to come back a little bit. Jarvis Landry. Um, let's see. Baker Mayfield. I mean, it, it is probably better that they're doing run first, so they're not having the game exactly in Baker's hands. Yeah. You, you have Baker throw less, there's going to be less problems because he's been struggling ever since, like, the middle of last year. Mm-hmm. Because he had, he had a great freshman year, and then next thing you know, Last year dropped off. This year doing all right, but the defense has been stepping up too. And then the the Bengals. The Bengals might be. I feel like they're going to be maybe get two or three games out of a playoff spot. Maybe four by the time the season ends. So, you think, been, what you, so you think? So you think do a seven and nine? Seven and nine, six and ten. And Don't be like I terrible. Feel like, and I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a good improvement too. You feel me? Yeah. Because Joe Burrow. I, I like. I like Joe Burrow. I like him. I, like right. I mean, if he had like a decent offensive line, who knows where they'd be at right now? Yeah. I, I see him every weekend just running for his life. And I think I think he's gonna he's gonna probably have a talk with them. Like, if y'all want me to be around or last, like y'all need to go and trade or get more picks, something, and start scouting for linemen, the best linemen in the country. Because they're they, protect me. Joe Mixon um, came back last week. He sh- he showed up again. Mm-hmm. I think and, I, was, and I like I like Mixon's game too. Yeah, he was arguably the best running back that week, mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then yep. they're running their offense is pretty good. And this is without AJ Green. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tyler Boyd's going off. T Higgins is, is making some production here and there. Um, they had the center Uzoma. I think that's how you say it. But he was doing decent before he got injured. The Bengals defense is actually showing up. They just gotta make some changes on defense and then get an old O line for Burrow. That team could be pretty good, even better than the um, Andy Dalton Bengals, the ones that won like twelve and four or like eleven and five that one year. It has the has the potential to be honest. Definitely. Um, going from there, let's see. Uh, as far as um, we're talking about the best best divisions, um, we're gonna we were gonna do uh, office positions. We'll do two of them uh, today. Um, we're gonna go with the we're gonna go with the uh, your top five tight ends. I know in the game. Gotcha. In the game, are you? We want to go one to five, or five to one. Uh, I don't matter. Well, actually, uh, just just say the top. Just say the top five. Okay. Yeah. Number one, I'd probably go with. I'll probably say George Kittle. Because, yeah, he's basically that's that's Gronk Jr. right there. Because he, he he's got so many comparisons to Gronk Jr. And you saw you saw the game against the Eagles. He proved. Why he's one of the best? He's the he that best. dude. He that dude. 
right? He just he you know <laughs> what production you get out of him every time he steps on the field. He can Definitely. go for easily 150, two touchdowns easily. Because he's one of the he's also he's one of the few 49ers weapons because they usually run a lot, but he he can ball out when you need him to, when you need him to. Yeah, definitely. Number two, do I want to say Mark Andrews? You know what? Yeah, I'll probably say Mark Andrews number two because that's um, Lamar Jackson's security blanket. He goes to him a lot because you know he needs to start going out to different receivers, but mm-hmm. until that. Mark Andrews is going to have a, a high quality of look, so they're going to keep going to him. Let's see, number three. Because I was not prepared for tight ends. I was looking for more other stuff, but uh, let's see. Because um, that might be hard, because usually they get like a top three or four tight ends. Let's see, yeah. maybe... kind, of, kind of a drop-off. Yeah. Oh, actually, I, I'm going to put Travis Kelsey number two. And yeah, then, I was like, I like, was like, what are we talking about? Here? Right, you're. I, I, could I was like, I'm like, your name, and I'm like, Kelsey. Yeah, Ford, I was like, on your on. List? I forgot about Travis Kelsey. Big, lo- big loco, right, bro? Uh, he be he be playing ISO basketball on the the football field at tight end. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> Andrews three. All right, all right. Like, <laughs> about ten. I don't know how I forgot about him. Let's see. And then I'd probably go with I probably number four, probably Darren Waller from the Raiders. Then yeah. I'm, I know I'm probably you're looking at me like I'm probably forgetting someone. So, nah, you I, missed. I was you're out for. I was like Kelsey's not on his list. I was like yeah, I respect like, it. I, I know I'm forgetting someone. I was like, hey, it is what it is. Let's see. Then number five. See, this could number five could be a toss-up, to be honest. Cause I have who is it? Uh Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews, Waller. Mm-hmm. Do I Colts, Titans. This one's this one's hard to be honest because you can go with Noah Fant, you can go with Hunter Henry. This is oh. your fifth, your fifth, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you can go with you can go with your per- like I, my fifth is gonna go with my personal favorite uh, to watch. So, yeah. I'm gonna go with yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Hunter Henry. Okay. Even without Philip Rivers, he's still putting up decent numbers. He's not putting up like as good numbers because mm-hmm. you know he's been mixed with Tyrod Taylor and um, Herbert. But once him and Herbert get a connection, I feel like his number, his numbers, and his plays can go severely up. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with uh, Kelsey, um, Kittle, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, and then Mike Jacecki. Uh, like Mike Mike Jacecki to to I feel like this is the season he's gonna show that he can play at a high level at tight end. Um, he's a hybrid. He's kind of like um, I don't know you. Yeah, you know you you watch him because you played against. He's in the AFC East, but he's like um, I don't know. He's like Evan Evan Ingram, but just like big, just bigger. 
Like he's just bigger and he might just be as fast, to be honest. Like, and he's just, I feel like he's really good. Um, I wanted the Saints to get him when he was he was coming out of for the draft because I feel like they could have really used him at that point, but they went with defensive line. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna say for tight ends. Um, I think it's it's really similar. Like I feel like one and two is always gonna be Kelsey Kittle. Yeah, it's, it's really based on how how you what you want. But I feel like they both block well, and they both catch the ball well, and they and I feel like Kelsey is a little bit better at making people miss than than Kittle. So I'd rather put him because what he does, what Kelsey does with the ball after catch is. He, he might be the best at doing it, at, the, at running after catch. He makes people miss immediately, which is not a lot of tight, tight ends can do. So um, going from there, um, let's, go with the, let's go with the running backs. We're going to do top five running backs. Um, I'm going to start it off here. We got I'm me personally, I think the all-purpose guru. Um, he's been uh, – I feel like he's been one of the best backs since he's came in the league um, is Alvin Kamara. Um, and he's just he's just different. Uh he catches every every football that's thrown his way, um, which is just nuts. Um, and then from there, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Zeke. Um, because I think Zeke is just no matter what his team is going through, you can count on him to be the dog he is. Um, and I'm gonna go with Mick C at that point. Um, Ron, we're gonna DQ. Barkley because Barkley's obviously done, um, yeah. unfortunately. Um, and then I'll probably go um not having Barkley there is tough. It's just like it's like, bruh, who else am I supposed to play here? But I'm gonna say Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a force. Um, you really can't do anything with him. You have to literally um high low him every time he touches the football. It may not be legal, but you will have to do it. Uh <laughs> And then last, um, fifth, I'm going to go with somebody that that really is tearing up the league, and he's going to be a problem, man. The AFC is going to have to deal with him. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs, man. Josh Jacobs is my – he's one of my favorite players to watch, especially after the Saints game. Um, I didn't realize how tough he was um, and how physical he was as a runner with his size. Um, and he could really catch the ball, run between the tackles, uh, make people miss, run through people. Um, so yeah, so I'll say, I'll say those, um, I'm going to say Kamara, uh, Zeke, um, Nick C, Derek Henry, and then Josh Jacobs for my top five backs right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, we pretty much have the same two first two. Yeah. Kamara and Zeke. I'm going to go with number three. Someone you didn't mention from the green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. He's been going off multi-purpose yards, just like, um, and I, and I was thinking about putting him at three. Um, but I don't want to, I didn't, for me personally, I didn't want to put like all like the catching backs. Yeah. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a guy that like, like when I played, I like, like watch all of them. So I wanted to put a blender like yeah. of everybody. So, yeah. but they had Aaron Jones is that dude, man. He that dude. I have him on my fantasy team. So he's killing it too. He got disrespected last year by not making the Pro Bowl. Right. He really had a phenomenal year last so, year. Too. Uh, Kamara, Zeke, then we're going to go with Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Number four, I'll probably go with Nick Chubb before he got injured. Mm-hmm. That was That's basically him and Hunt are basically the go-to guys for the Browns because they can't trust Baker at the moment. Yep. I think he's out for 
five to six weeks, though. We'll see what he does when he comes back. And then number five, probably because he was out for, like, a good portion of the beginning of the season, probably CMC. Because mm-hmm. you know what that man can do when he's healthy. Yeah. He's not last year. And, and if the- he, and mine, mine will probably change, too. Like, I'm – because he's on IR right now. Yeah. So, so I will say this. I'll say this because of because I did put McSee. He's obviously injured, um, but he's not out out. So I'll put him in there. Yes, yeah, so I put him fifth for for I being an IR. I will be like, all right, boom. I will probably put Derek. I'll probably put Derek Henry at four. Uh, leave Josh Jacobs at five, and then put Aaron Jones. Like Aaron Jones to me is like him and him and Kamara very may not they may not be the same body type or whatever but they run very similar same they, play style and yeah. they they have the same play style like they can run through the tackles bounce off of people keep their balance keep running and they can, they i feel like they could just catch any pass too so like yeah that's what i was thinking i, I was thinking of having aaron Jones a second and was like i'll give zeke the slight edge yeah his time his time is running out though his name his name is run his name juice that is running out for real. So, um, yeah, so that those are the top five uh, running backs, tight ends, personally between me and Phil. Um, and then lastly, I want to talk about, we, we just talk about best in the league right now. Um, I want to talk about one of the greatest heists um, that is currently happening. Um, we need to, we need to start a GoFundMe for the Dallas Cowboys um, because they're being robbed. Um, and his, his name goes by Demarcus Lawrence. He's completely robbing. MIA. He's robbing the Dallas Cowboys of a contract of five years and $105 million, um, 48 million fully guaranteed. And when he signed on a dotted line, he got $25 million. Rock, Rock Osweiler robbery. I think I'm going to start a petition. Um, Cowboys fans, you guys should get behind me um, because this man hasn't had a sack um, in over 400 snaps on defense. He's on the back of a curtain somewhere. We need we need to talk about this. Um, Dallas Cowboys, you guys are getting robbed. And he last year was talking so much shit. I don't know if people remember. Where he's going on Twitter, calling out all journalists on what he's going to do. He's had, he has he had five and a half sacks last year. So right now, if you want to call the Dallas Cowboys – and start a GoFundMe. I'm going to start a petition for that because they're being robbed by one of their best players. And I want to just say another thing is the Cowboys, Cowboys fans, you guys should just like take it week by week. Don't think about the Super Bowl because you're never going to get there again. It's not the 90s. So take it week by week. That's what I do as a Saints fan. Take it week by week, and they get my heart broken in the playoffs. That's how it goes. And then I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't sit here and say Saints to the Super Bowl. Y'all never see me say that. I've now you ain't gonna find a post where I tweet it or Facebook Saints to the Super Bowl. It's week one, it's week two, and so on. Then when we get to the playoffs, now I can talk my shit to everybody's team that didn't make it. So. Um, yeah, because I remember what happened last year. <laughs> Listen, man, they we lost, we, we, we lost to the Titans on Saturday, and that's sa- on Saturday. Then Sunday <laughs> night, I'm like, yo, I'm, let me take something real quick. <laughs> there's, a, there's a spot for you on the couch. Oh so, man, <laughs> on. 
Where you at? <laughs> Where you at? Shout out to my boy Nick Woodman. So we gotta get him out here. Definitely. But he's a Vikings fan. Um I know he was. He had some words for you after that game. Oh man. Nah, he really I don't think um I don't think he said much because he knew. He knew he was like, yo. I think I think we were talking about a little debatable on the push off. Uh but he PJ Williams should have won that battle, but he didn't. So yeah. I don't really I don't really complain too much. Like it's football and it doesn't come down to one play in the game. You have like 80, 90 snaps on each side of the ball to right. put the game in your favor. So I don't think it ever comes down to one play. Cause if it was one play, there's if it was one play in a football game, <laughs> you mentioned imagine that you got to line up at the 20 yard line, stop them from scoring. You stop them from scoring, you win the game. Imagine that. But um I want to thank uh, everybody that's tuned in so far. Um, really appreciate Phil uh, for jumping on this Zoom call um, and completing this episode with me. Um, shout out to Kenny. Um, we need you back, man. It's not the same. Right. Like we, about to, we about to play the the small violin. Let's talk and pay our bills. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Yo, Kenny, we need you to come back. All right? Right. We're not, we need you to come back to the show. And you need to, when you come back, you need to go to the Falcons and tell them not to, to blow any more leads because we need you guys to take out the Buccaneers. Both games. Both of them. Right. Both of them, please. But um, like I said, I appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in to Inspired by True Events. Um, one last thing before we do go, um, I want to mm-hmm. give a special shout out to my boy Rick. Um, he, he put this shirt together for me. Uh, luxury cool. lifestyle so he's this is a, a one-on-one because that's what i like doing now one-on-ones um he put the t-shirt together for me um and then also another thing hold on hold on i want to give another shout out to my boy um my boy fresh he put these sneakers together for me i want to give him a shout out right on the thing okay He's put the he uh, he painted these himself. Special little concept that he's done. Um, he's took his time, so definitely, if you guys are interested, um, definitely uh, reach out to me. Um, he's definitely getting launched with an Instagram page and everything soon. Um, so I wanted to give two shout outs to my boys um, that are just good people. So appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode. Y'all have a blessed night. Peace. Boom. And we're good.